Welcome to What We Will Be Watching Edition from What Do You Say Anime Winter 2020. I am your host, Peter, along with co-host Adam. We are here to provide you with what we will be watching for Winter 2020. Adam, it's been a while. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? Oh, man, I can't complain. Had a busy holidays. I'm glad to, I'm glad to be off that train, though. How's your uh, your Christmas break? Well, I actually got sick during Christmas. Oh, that's not good. Like, I think the... Was it Sunday before we had a family get together with uh, my dad's cousins and stuff? We got to see a bunch of the side of the family you really don't see very often. We were uh, we just had like you know small little get together, played some Christmas games and stuff. But uh, I came home from that with a really bad cold, so I missed the day of work on Monday, and then ended up forcing myself to go in on Tuesday because I knew it was going to be an easy day, a short day. I couldn't afford to miss out on another day of pay. Sure, I feel you on that and one. I've just been, for this whole week, I've been coughing stuff up and having a sore throat. I'm just starting to get over it now, so if I sound a little scratchy, it's that. It seems like about but, uh, 80% of the people are, around here are sick right now. I know a bunch of people from my workout are off anyway, but a couple of them called in sick because of the flu bug that's going around here. Luckily, I haven't been caught by it, so I'm crossing my fingers to keep riding that high. Yeah, I actually was listening to the news around the time I got sick, and I was hearing a whole bunch of, like, kids were getting, like, taken out of school because of it, too. Like, it was uh, affecting all the kids in, like, the elementary schools and stuff, which is just, like, a plague was going around here in Minnesota. Yeah, I saw, like, some elementary school had, like, 40% of the kids out from, from, like, flu-like symptoms. So it's like, okay, everybody go get your flu shots because it's, it's not a joke right now. Yeah, it's it's been hitting people pretty hard, and I I got lucky. It wasn't. It was only a couple days that it was really bad. The rest of it's just been kind of like stuffy nose and stuff, which I can work through, but nothing terribly bad. Yeah. Besides that, actually, though, last just over the weekend, it's like Friday or something. I went and I had a shelf that I had bought for my anime collection, which if anyone's following me on like Instagram and stuff, they've seen like my stuff just kind of sits in the corner of my desk. I haven't had a place for it, and it's been getting in the way. It's, like, right next to my computer. So I went and got this stand, set that all up, got all my anime now behind me, looking nice on a shelf, which I'm pretty good, or I'm pretty happy to have, because I'm not a very uh, hands-on person, like, hammers, nails, like, fixing stuff. That's not my type of thing. But we got I got this all put together, looking good, so I'm feeling accomplished there. <laughs> we had very similar... Uh trends because i experienced my first ikea trip to go buy bookshelves for my funko pops so yeah so then i got all my funko pops on a bookshelf but i bought two of them and so now i have an empty bookshelf that i need to fill with probably just a bunch of like 
I'm gonna probably get like better anime figurines for those ones because Funko Pops are silly and cheap and not as good as like Nendroids because there's a whole debate about Funko Pops versus Nendroids. So I I am gonna fall strictly on the Nendroids. I, I completely I'm understand. Not a, <laughs> but I like that they look a lot closer to the actual characters. Yeah, and I just I get like Funko Pops for like silly gifts or something like that. Like I got some like Attack on Titan Funko Pops for Christmas. So. They're just easy gifts that people can give to me, and I ended up just getting a... Started with, like, five, and now it's up to about 50-ish, I'd say, so I needed a place oh, wow. to put them. But if you're ever looking for bookshelves, Ikea, 20 bucks. Cannot recommend it enough. I'll have to go and check that out, too, because, like, even this shelf was enough to get my anime on pretty much exactly. Mm -hmm. But if I get... Like, I just ordered uh, My Love Story Collector's Edition from Right Stuff over the Christmas because it was like $30 for the limited edition. Yeah. So I was going to add that, but I don't have a place on the shelf for it. Oh, that's, I mean. Like, because it's already full. Dang. <laughs> so I'm already going to have to go get another. Hey, I, like I said before, can't recommend Ikea enough. That store is unbelievable. I know I'm late to the party, but that store was just, that was an experience, let alone like the great deals that they have. Other than not so, anime, what have you been up to? I mean, I've been gaming too. Like, I've been putting a lot of hard time into the new Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. I've seen you streaming a few times. Yeah, I've completed my Pokedex. I've been shiny hunting and helping other people with theirs. That, I've had a blast with that. Um, I went and picked up Ring Fit Adventure too. I've never heard of that. Starting again, Ring oh, It's a Nintendo Switch game. It's a fitness game where you take the two Joy-Cons from the Switch and you attach it to like a fitness band or like an, your ankle okay. or wrist depending on like what workouts you're doing and it's like an RPG like an action RPG but in order to do attacks you have to do different fitness things and like different fitness workouts and so your attack power and accuracy and stuff is all based on how accurately you perform the workouts and I've been listening to a bunch of Game of the Year podcasts, and this is one of those games that everyone, like, from Game Informer to, like, Kotaku and stuff, all, like, the, I don't, you know, uh, video game uh, companies and stuff are all talking about is, like, a sleeper hit that people are, like, really... They're not giving it a chance because it's a fitness game, but it does all the things you want in a fitness game, but is actually challenging and actually has a fun gameplay element. No, that so, sounds really interesting. I don't think I've ever heard of a game that does something like that. The only thing I can think of is DDR. Yeah. <laughs> For like a lot of them were saying gaming. like if you exact there was there's some uh Mike uh sorry Xbox Connect games like UFC Ultimate Trainer and stuff that use the connect camera but it had they always have really bad tracking god that's almost the biggest complaint with every fitness game is the tracking is off or the workouts you can cheese and this is supposedly like you have to do the workout and it scales based on like how fit you are like you can set it up to be really hard but if you're not in shape to do it you won't be able to do it and People like the people that are talking like actual fitness people are like, you know what? I surprised at just how much of a workout this really is, and they're coming back after each day of at the office and like, I look forward to playing this. So I'm excited to see how it works, whether I uh, 
when I jump back in at the beginning of the year, trying to get back into the fitness routine, I've been kind of slacking on my workout stuff since the holiday season has started. No, I, I need to get definitely back feel you about the slacking off part. I I weighed myself the other day and it was not good, so I am yeah. back on the old diet train. Yeah, I, I put on about five and a half, six pounds lately, and I haven't weighed myself in the last week, so it could even be worse than that. Oh, but gotcha. Uh, I, need to, I need to get back on and drop it again, because I'm not liking how my shirts are feeling tight again. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. Especially, I mean, we just started winter, but I definitely want to start prepping for when I can start wearing t-shirts normally again, so I'm definitely back on working out five days a week again, and hopefully I can... Yep, and uh, con season's coming up again. Yeah, it's true. If Spe- you want to do... Speaking of con season... Yep. I am going to Anime Expo in July. You are? Yes, so if you are interested, July 2nd through the 5th in Los Angeles, California, at least I will be attending Anime Expo. I'm not going to make promises right now, but that doesn't sound like something I... Or that sounds like something I could I could figure out a way to do that. Yeah, and if anyone's listening, if you're going to Anime Expo, let me know. We can... Uh, Maybe grab a beer or something. That'll be real fun. All right, All so right, how about well, we jump we... into anime, though? Exactly what I was thinking. Uh, All right. Uh, since it's SAO news, I think uh, you should take the helm on that one. All right, so jumping into our news section, uh, SAO just finished up this last Saturday, and this next season we are getting a bit of a break from Sword Art Online. The next core is going to be airing April 2020. So if you're looking forward to more SAO, you got a bit of a wait. I think we'll, uh, be, fire f- we'll be talking about oh. a little bit more about it on the next episode when we have our reviews from yep. last season. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you say about SAO. And you won't hear anything about what I'm saying about SAO because everybody knows how I feel about it. <laughs> All right, next up on our news docket, Fire Force. The next core is going to be airing July 2020. So that one's another series along with uh, Food Wars. This next season, season five, is going to be airing April 2020 as well. So three of the shows that uh, currently have going on are getting a little bit of a hiatus. Yep, those are two shows that we will also be talking about in the next episode that I have some words for. And I have nothing for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up on the news, I shaved and then I brought a high school girl home light novel is getting an anime adaptation. And I hadn't heard about this light novel and manga series until I don't. Even, I wish I could like remember the, the name post? of. There was a Twitter post on it that was talking about it, and I liked the cover art, so I went and I started reading it just to kind of get a grasp. I think it was at Orisuki. I did the same thing last or this last season, but I dove head like headfirst into this series, and I absolutely loved it. So. The title, I shaved and then I brought home a high, brought a high school girl home. It sends out a certain vibe, and it's completely the opposite of what you would expect. Yep. It sounds like it's going to be some raunchy series, and it's exactly what you would want in a very wholesome show. Yeah, I, I really like, I mean, I'm just a big fan of like more adult romance animes, and where the protagonist is not in high school, just that sense, even though the girl is in high school. But at least one of the characters aren't. And yeah, and I'll I'll say this: there's some romance between the two, but there's a very much a adult and responsible, mature look at 
relationships. Yeah. And that's what I think I like about it. The guy isn't trying to take advantage of anyone. He's genuinely, like, a really good guy who's down to earth and, like, just kind of speaks your word. Like, I'm not going to take advantage of a high school girl. I'm not going to, like, I'm helping you out because you need help and it's the right thing to do. And that's it. Yeah. Really looking and forward to I, that I one. really like it. All right. Beastars is getting a second season and we're going to be getting more news at a later date on that. Uh, Beastars is that's the one you were watching this last season, correct? Yeah, don't I'll, I'll tease it a little bit for next episode, but let's just say I'm very excited for season two. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it, and as we'll talk about later on in this episode, it might be a show I end up picking up this next season. I think just you would from what I've love Beastars. Yeah, I'm thinking I will too. That's why it's at the top of my list. And that, I'll explain more about that later. And that's one of those shows and, that's a Netflix jail where it's only yep. streaming on Netflix Japan. So we'll get it on Netflix like next season. Like in like March, we'll probably get Beastars on Netflix. All right, well, I'll be looking forward to that. Do you have any. If you had to estimate, when do you think that second season would be coming? I th- you think it's going to be a 2020, 2021? I think. Um, I thought they said something about 2020. So if I had to take a guess, October 2020. All right. So take a look at the end of the year, see if we're going to be getting that second season of Beastars, if that's something that sounds interesting to you. I have to see if Studio Orange is doing anything in the coming months, because I don't think they have an anime this season. So I would have to do like a triple take and see what they're what's on their docket because if they're not scheduled for like a show like this season, it might actually be sooner rather than later. But I that's one of those things that I have to go back and double check. Yeah, and I haven't heard any exact date. I just heard news to be announced later, so that's that's all I, I can really add to it. Sure. And finally, the promised Netherland Neverland's second season has been formally announced for October twenty twenty. And that's another one that I want to really jump into because I've heard nothing but oh, good things. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, that was one of the ones I sat on because I wanted to wait for it to be finished. Okay. So. Um, when we get around to the Anime of the Year Awards, there will be a lot of Promise Neverland talk. Okay, well, I'll have to finish it up then this I'm week. I'm kind of sad that it's going to be October 2020 since we got it earlier 2019. So that's like an 18-month gap between... Uh, airing, so kind of sad that it's going to be that long of a wait, but it's one of the most like, one of the shows I'm waiting for the most for 2020, and 2020 is absolutely stacked in terms of like top tier shows, and that they just add yep. to the list when I get announced the actual date Yeah, I agree with you on that, 2020 looks to be a wonderful year but we have to start out with the first part of the year first, and to kind of give a little hint as to what to look forward to, we don't have a lot on our docket for this first season of 2020, do we? Yeah, normally it's about, I on my like plan to watch slash watching list for when the season starts, it's about 20 animes. And this season it's probably, if you don't count movies, it's probably 10. There's a, the Made in Abyss sequel movie that is coming out that I'm very excited for, and then the Goblin Slayer movie, which... I mean, I'm excited for it, but nothing compared to, like, how Made in Abyss is hyped for. Yeah, and we have, like, Weathering with You coming out first part of the year. 
Yeah. There's... Oh, I, I guess this is a full-on series, the new... Re, or the ReZero, like... Not reboot, but, like, retelling or... No, we get season two of ReZero in 2020. Or are you talking well, about the do. movie? Well, they have a... It's not a movie. The ReZero... Well, there is a movie as well. But what I was talking about is this season, we're getting a ReZero... Uh, like retelling of the first season where oh. they like take the episodes and like stitch them together into hour-long episodes with like some of the cut content added back in okay. like a remastering sure. kind of I didn't know that that but, was happening I only knew about like the movie I know they have like three OVAs I don't know when they're coming out I think two are out now and then season two is coming later down the road in 2020 yeah, it's nothing. It's not new content per se. Besides, like a small little bits of like cut stuff. It's basically just one-hour episodes that they've put episodes back to back. So it's nothing new, but there's that, I guess. Gotcha. I might but rewatch the dub before season two comes out. But maybe if the remastered is dubbed, maybe I'll watch that version. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that's getting a dub or not. Sure. But if you. We want to watch ReZero? That's another series that I have on the shelf right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, how about we jump into what we actually are watching in Winter 2020? Absolutely. And the first one off. The first one up is in my previous one of our previous videos. I did a top 10 anime of 2020. That's getting a sequel. And my number one choice was Haiku, season four. And I cannot wait for this show. I absolutely love Haiku. Uh, season three is my favorite arc in anime history. I think it's that good. Just how they portray the feelings on the court is nothing like I've ever seen in any sports anime. And as somebody who has played volleyball like competitively in the past, I can feel how like the players are feeling when they're winning or when they're losing or when they're rallying or when they get like a lucky break, that type of thing. And Haiku does all of that to a T. And it's one of the reasons why I absolutely love the show. Uh, it's taking place after they after the prefectural tournament and i saw the pv for the beginning of like the first arc because i'm assuming this is going to be 25 episodes like season one and season two where where uh i think it's kageyama gets invited to a like national training camp and hinata does not so it's more of like the struggle of hinata still not getting acknowledged as a top tier volleyball player because of his height and Kageyama is, uh, I mean, he's like considered one of the best like volleyball players. Uh, he's like known as the king of the court. So it looks like we got like a first like right away drama arc of the two more focused on like the relationship and rather than the actual volleyball. And then I think after that arc, it's going to transition into the national tournament because of how season three ended. And have you watched any of Haiku? I started the first season and I need to continue with it and that's probably the number one thing on my list is to try to catch up and I probably won't be able to catch up by the time this these shows all start but I want to at least like be able to watch the last half of this fourth season when it airs yes uh, and I believe Netflix has the dub so if anyone's interested in watching the dub version of it I think it's only Netflix and they have it it's the first two seasons so cannot recommend haiku enough even if you don't like volleyball i think this is i think this is better than um like the boxing what am i blanking on no hippo uh hajime no hippo i think it's better than slam dunk 
I legit think this is the best sports anime ever made. Uh, it's like my number six all-time show. So I, if that says anything about how much I love haiku, obviously I'm fanboying about it, but anybody who's interested in, in haiku or has watched haiku knows how, like, is squealing with glee over season four. Alrighty. Well, that sounds like nothing but promising for next season. Next up on the docket, Plunderer is the first new series that we'll be taking a look at. The description from my anime list of this series is, In a post-apocalyptic world dominated by the so-called numbers, each human will have their identity branded on them with a count, which could define any number relating to their life. May it be one's walked distance or the amount of compliments given to them by others, this count could lead them to the abyss when it drops to zero. In the year 305 of the Alasian calendar, Hina has inherited a mission from her mother, whose count depreciated to zero, to search for a legendary Red Baron. In her adventure, she meets a half-masked swordsman named Lick, who tries to hide his identity as he is known as a degenerate for having an incredibly low count. So I watched the PV of this, and I'm not sure whether this is going to be a terrible show or a great one. It's one of those ones that I have mixed feelings on from the from watching the preview of it but I liked the animation of it it looked pretty cool like a uh, overpowered main character type of series if you like that OP badass character protecting the girl that's this type of series were you going to give this one a watch at all? I, I have it on my plan to watch it kind of I'm just basing this off of the like cover picture it kind of looks like because one of the tags is etchy, so I went with an etchy Assassin's Pride. It's kind of like what I was getting off of, like, the vibe from the I, cover art. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, episode one is available on YouTube. They did something weird with the show. If I'm Yeah, Funimation aired the first two episodes, which threw me off because I saw a clip on YouTube of just a, on my recommended shows or recommended channels, and it had some cheesy line I, I'm like okay whatever I clicked and watched it I'm like wait isn't this plunderer like I didn't think this show was out yet so I had to go and do a deep dive and figure out where the heck this was because it was a full episode yeah. that someone had just stolen from it stolen from the page and like posted on their own YouTube channel so yeah the first two episodes have been streamed on Funimation's YouTube channel and like January 9th the regular broadcasting is going to begin for it so yeah, so if this you, is one of those it, shows where, like, I'm interested in it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch the first two episodes right now. Like, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I give almost every single show a chance, even if, especially, like, just basing this off of the, like, the PV or the cover art, this is not typically something that I, like, go out and watch, but I have been surprised in the past. So, something like, um... How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. I thought that yeah. show was going to be pure trash, and I ended up really liking it, so... That, that was a good one. And that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from, like, the edgy moments of it, is that something along those lines, maybe a little, like, less tame and more dark on in terms of the, uh, like, content of the, the world's a lot more dark and, like, disturbing. Yep. But I, I like the idea of the count that they have in here where it's like this number that every time something happens to you this number drops until you just hit zero and die yeah like it seems like an interesting premise if it, if they do it well it could be interesting but 
you know, they could also just completely drop the ball on it. Yeah. So, so I'll I'll watch it when because right now we, we kind of have that down period where a lot of shows are like wrapping up and we get like seven to ten days of like no new anime. So right now I'm using that to like catch up on some previous shows that I missed out on, and I'll save this show for later since we really don't have that many shows this season that I'm excited for. So I'm gonna use my free time then to watch shows like Plunderer. Yeah, same here. It's one of those, I'll take it or leave it. Hopefully it'll be better than I'm expecting it yeah. to be. I'm, I'm always excited for shows that like catch me off guard. So Plunderer, I hope you're the one. I doubt it, but I'm still crossing my fingers. Next up, we have a show that we both watched from previous seasons, or last year, I'll remember. Sometime in 2019. We both watched it. That's the second season of East Guy Quartet. And this season, we get the addition of... The Rising of the Shield Hero, we get Raftalia, Philo, and Naofumi. Uh Iskai Quartet is nominated for two Anime of the Years in our voting. So if you like Iskai Quartet the first season a lot, you can vote for it for Best Isekai and Best Comedy. And it's a show that I generally like, really, really liked. And I'm glad that our community voted for this as one of the best isekais and comedies for 2019. And I'm hoping to continue that edition in 2020. Adam, do you have any thoughts about Isekai Quartet Season 2? Yeah, I'm just glad that people voted for it because it's a short, if I remember correctly. Yep, it's about it's 12 been, minutes. Yeah, it's a 12 minute, it's a short, and it's one of the ones I, I came back to each week and I really liked when I when I finally decided to dive into it, I think I dove in about episode when like six episodes were out and those last six, the moment they came out, I had to watch them because they were just the best 12 minutes I could be doing or best thing I could be doing with 12 minutes of my time. It was so funny. I loved them. Yeah. Between Isekai Quartet and We Are Lost, those were by far the best two shorts of 2019. I don't yep. know which one I like better. They're both like neck and neck and I both love the comedy in both, but it's one of these shows where like, if you have 12 minutes to kill, this might be one of the best shorts ever made. And especially if you're a fan of the other um, shows that are involved with this. It's just a great combination of all these shows coming together and just providing content that we didn't know we wanted. And the way they interact, I thought was really interesting too, because they keep their characters, like personalities and like, as they were ripped from whatever world they were in. And you see like how those like personalities would interact with other characters from the isekai um if I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact situation but they had uh talk about subaru and kazuma's interaction like yes the subaru and kazuma interaction when they're like talking about how terrible their lives are because of being trapped in this other world and kazuma just like starts to realize that subaru or he thinks Subaru doesn't have it nearly as bad as he does, and he, like, basically makes him his, like, rival because he's, like, living the good life from his perspective. It's honestly one of the funniest... It's one of the funniest bits slash sketches of 2019. I I thought it was just genius... Because they were talking about, like... Yeah, because Subaru's like, oh, I have to live in this harem in this mansion, and Cosmos is like, what are you talking about? Like, you think your life sucks? Like, you don't know nothing. And Try living like, in a stable with a useless goddess who just gets in the way all the time. Yeah, because they're essentially the same character, just in different shows. And just like one, uh, how their interactions evolve in their shows is just how they change as people. So it's just a great coming together of just like amazing characters that I didn't know I wanted. 
like um Overlord and Tanya's interaction. Yeah, they become Ainz like best Tanya. friends. And Tanya. <laughs> what a great interaction. They become best friends. They're just both like evil masterminds. They're like, yeah, we are both evil masterminds. We should be friends. It's just a great coming together show and I can't there's one of these shows that I like I can't wait to watch the second season. And with just with the addition of the Rising of the Shield Hero, I'm hoping it's just gonna be that much better. Yeah, he kind of plays like a middle ground between it, because his outward personality, he's trying to pretend to be that, like, hardened, I don't give a damn about the world, I'm doing this all for profit. But down, like, deep down on the inside, you know he's just, like, a softie. Yeah. So I wonder kind of where he's going to go. Is he going to, like, lean towards, like, that, like, badass with the heart, heart of gold, like, side, like, t with, like, Tanya and Ions, or is he going to, like, just, you know, join the other group and be part of their little... Entourage. It'll be interesting. And I'm also interested because all of these shows are getting additional content except for Overlord. So I'm wondering yeah. at the end of this show if we're going to get an Overlord announcement because I'm going to assume we're getting season four of Overlord. I mean, it left off in a place that could, well, definitely leaves room for more to be added. I don't know why they, we wouldn't get one, an yeah. announcement sooner. And they have the later. content for a fourth season, so. Yep. Just waiting to see what we get. We got and we got confirmed ReZero for 2020. We got confirmed. I guess it's not technically confirmed, but I can probably assume we're probably gonna get season two of the Rising of the Shield here in 2020. And then maybe we'll get Overlord season four in 2021 or something like that. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad bad estimate. So next up on the docket, we have Inspector. It's another new series starting off this season. At the young age of 11, Kotoko Iwanaga was abducted by the yokai for two weeks and asked to become their god of wisdom, a mediator between the spirit and human worlds, to which the girl quickly agreed, but at the cost of her right eye and left leg. Now six years later, whenever yokai wish for their problems to be solved, they make their way to Kotoko for consultation. Meanwhile, Kyrio Sakuragawa, a 22-year-old university student, has just broken up with his girlfriend after he fled away when the two encountered a kappa. Seeing this as her chance to become closer to him, Kotoko immediately makes her move, hoping to get married to Kuryo one day. However, she quickly realizes there is something more to him. With this knowledge, she asks for his help in solving various issues presented by the supernatural, all while wishing for a newfound partner will eventually reciprocate her feelings. So, what I'm getting from this synopsis, I haven't watched anything from it, but there's a couple of PVs that are up right now. It's a romance, like, supernatural, kind of, like, along the lines of what the original, like, Yu Yu Hakusho was kind of going to be. If, did you, you all, you watched the first part of Yu Yu Hakusho, Spirit Detective. That's Where correct. he's, like, kind of, like, a mediator between the spirit world and the human world. It's basically what this, this young girl's job is. She's kind of that mediator between the two worlds, but with, like, a romance comedy aspect to it as well. And Yu Yu Hakusho did have, like, low-key romance. And it had a good amount of comedy in it, so... Just, those genres together, definitely, like, going to give it a chance. I, I think this is one of those shows that can definitely catch me off guard. It's made I, by I, Brian's Base, which does a lot of shows that I thoroughly enjoy. So, I'm assuming the animations are going to be on point for this show. Uh, yeah, they've done things like, um... Oh... Snap, uh, my team romantic comedy snafu and durarara. Yeah, 
So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I actually, this is one of the newer ones that I have up at the higher end of like my expectations. I feel like this one is probably going to be better than the last one that we talked about, Plunderer. I don't know that. Just looking at the cover, I just feel like there's more heart to it. So yeah, that's I get, my take. There's also just not a lot of information about it, so it's one of those shows where we're going to probably have to check it out to actually get a grasp on what we're actually expecting from it, because. Sometimes they throw out tags that don't necessarily mean what it actually is because there's some they have like mystery down as a genre and I'm not entirely sure like what mystery can be so vague like are they yeah. solving crimes or are they like looking for clues I don't know so I'll jump into it I, I will definitely be watching the show at least the first episode first three episodes type of thing and I just hope like the animations are on point the characters are cool I like the little, like, uh, actually, she looks little, but I don't think she actually is little in the show. Well, she, this, it starts out where she's 11, but then the s- series picks up six years later, so she's 17. Okay. Yeah, Lollies confuse me sometimes about how yeah. old they are, so. I mean, there's an entire game we could play with just the <laughs> Lollies age. Like, it's a mystery to everyone, even if you watch anime. Yeah, I'm a, let's not play that game, but I, it's <laughs> definitely a show that I'm going to look forward to, and... Hope it just, I uh, I'm, I'm setting the bar low. I'll put it that way. So if it can exceed a little bit of my expectations, I'll definitely enjoy it. All right. Next up, we have Somali and the Forest Spirit. Uh, the world is ruled by spirits, goblins, and all manners of strange creatures. Human beings are being persecuted to the point of very extinction. One day, a golem and a lone human girl meet. So there's not really a whole lot of information about this. I saw the PV. And I saw the, like, still shots of it, and the show looks breathtaking. This show looks unbelievable in terms of animation style. Uh, Its genres are adventure, slice of life, and fantasy. And that sounds like Made in Abyss type of style for me. And I love Made in Abyss. I don't think we're going to get action. I think this is going to be strictly slice of life between the interaction between, like, this golem and this little girl who has, like, a chain around her neck. Uh, she might be like, I don't know, a runaway or something like that. So I really, really, really enjoy like these adventure slice of life stories. Uh, like my 2018 winner of anime of the year, a place further than the universe was slice of life adventure. So I'm a sucker for these types of genres. So I'm really looking forward to this show. Uh, I don't know if if you have any interest in seeing this one, but it definitely caught my eye. It caught my eye for a bit. I'm kind of on the fence about whether I'll watch it or not. It was, I was going to put it on the back burner, but we don't have all that much on the docket for this season. So it might be one I just pick up out of, like, you know, sheer, sheer boredom because there isn't anything else to really watch, especially if I drop a couple shows, then I would have no reason not to pick it up. Yeah, because I'm guessing, because it kind of happened this uh, last season where we have like a stack of shows on a specific day where maybe this show is like that one show that happens on a Tuesday and you need a new show to watch on Tuesday. So that's kind of what I'm hoping this show gets. That way more people are exposed to it. I honestly have no idea what streaming sites this is going to be on. I don't think Crunchyroll announced it for their winter lineup. I can look real quick, but I have not heard where it's landing. So I'm hoping it's either. like Funimation. It kind of looks like a Funimation show. Yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head either. I didn't look 
too much into it. And I'm on my work laptop, so of course Crunchyroll is blocked, so I can't look it up right now. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, if people are in, into like slice of life adventure animes, like honestly, I think this one looks unbelievable just based off the PV and the cover art. So if that's your style, can't recommend maybe watching this if that makes any sense of how I'm putting it. <laughs> All right. Darwin's game is next on our list. My anime list has it described as an unknown, an unknowing pseudo Kaname is invited to try out a new mysterious mobile app called Darwin's game, but later realizes that he's in for more than he's bargained for when he finds out that there's no way to quit the game. So from reading up a little bit about this, it seems like it's a, what was the, I'm trying to remember the name, King, a King's game style show in the, in the, way that like they're all like, playing this app and oh the have... king's avatar no no oh king's... no not that one no no the king's game is in, oh like, the they are forced the sticks, to do something yeah, yeah. or you die yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, type of thing you. so it's like a survival game i guess is what i was looking for gotcha but king's game was an absolute garbage series that i wanted to be good that i oh. absolutely detested i know what you're talking about now yeah it was so bad and I'm really hoping this is better. It's being done by Aniplex, which I love the stuff Aniplex does. So I'm hoping it's better than what we've gotten from previous series like it. But we'll find out. It looks like, but like I said, it looks like a, some kind of like supernatural mystery survival. Is this an isekai? Show. I can't really. I'm just basically. I it don't. Off the cover. I don't think it's an isekai. It, well, it might it might actually be an isekai. Okay. I didn't watch the PV, but like just from the description, it sounded like it was a survival thing. I could watch the thing quick and find out. I, I, I mean, I I have just like looking at the cover art, it honestly just looks like uh, bland bitch protagonist and cute Ex girl. <laughs> so like honestly, it does nothing for me. Oh, I, I oh yeah, it's definitely like a supernatural like murder horror style look to it like i'm not i'm, I'm not gonna I'm lie the clicking. cover art looks like the picture of a hentai so i don't know i don't know what we're getting uh i don't know i'm gonna pass on darwin's game unless you tell oh, me otherwise the, maybe it'll oh, pull i like expect a, this a, to be absolute garbage yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hoping against hope that it's not like i'm just clicking through the pv right now and they're like sitting on a train and then there's a on the dude's phone i'm assuming the app's open there's like a uh like a baseball mascot with like a panda head holding like a, some kind of like a chef's knife like he's gonna murder someone and on the other side of the train is that exact panda but he's holding a cell phone instead so i'm just gonna guess that panda's gonna try to murder him and he's got to survive oh yeah yep. he's yeah. swinging the knife at him <laughs> so it's like whatever happens on their phone is happening inside the real world and they have to be the last one alive some type of king's game style shit okay okay um yeah i'll wait in here but that does not a lot for me Especially oh yeah it's my guess is i'm not king's going game to like was. it <laughs> all right next up we have Heya camp which is a spin-off of one of the greatest slice of life's ever made yuru camp slash laidback camp however you want to pronounce it uh, there's not a whole lot of information. I think it's more of, if I take a guess, this is probably going to be a short. It's going to be based around, uh, three characters, like three of the main characters, uh, Nadeshko, Chiaki, and Aoi, I think her name is. 
Um, we're not going to get a lot of Rin Chan, I'm assuming, but if you loved Laid Back Camp like I do, and I recommend it to every single person who likes Slice of Life because it's one of the best Slice of Life's ever made, um, I guess check it out once we get more information. All we know is really is it's coming in 2020, and it's probably just going to be Cute Girls Camping again, so we'll probably get more information as the show gets closer i'm assuming this is gonna be on crunchyroll because it was such a huge uh laid back camp was such a huge like feature on crunchyroll in 2018 so i'm sure they're going to promote the hell out of this show and we are getting laid back camp season two for 2020 still no word about it and i believe we're also getting a movie in 2020 still no word about that so this is probably just more of like an isekai quartet type of thing where we're just going to get additional content of the show, but it's not the actual show. So looking forward to Heya Camp. Uh, Adam hasn't watched Slice of Life, or not Slice of Life, Laidback Camp yet. And I tell him like every episode that he should watch it. And yeah, so if that's your thing, check out Laidback Camp and then watch Heya Camp. All right. Infinite Dendrogram is the next one that I'll be checking out. This is... I'm just going to skip the synopsis because there's not a lot to really say about it. It's about a VR MMO game that main character, his older brother, and his older brother's partner, as they call it. I don't know if it's his boyfriend or his older brother's girlfriend or something. But they all play it, and they are having a... Basically a full dive experience inside the game. It doesn't say whether this is a like mystery like S or trapped in the game like SAO. I don't think it is. I think it's just a people having fun inside an MMO a slice of lifestyle fantasy adventure um, this is my I'm going to call it an isekai but I guess it's not technically but it, it, it's scratching that same type of itch for me it, I like MMO style like shows if it's I know it's not the isekai version but if it's anything like how Log Horizon did MMOs I might actually watch this show, even though it looks terrible, uh, just based off like the cover art. Um, but that that concept, I like games, I like MMOs, so I'll maybe give this a shot. Do you have like any information like where it's streaming by any chance? Um, I don't know where it's streaming at the moment. I can take a quick look. Because um, based, I literally have not heard of this show until you put it on the list. So I just, I yeah. have no idea what it's about. Um, let's take a look. I see a news article on it at a Crunchyroll, so I think it's going to be over there. Alright, cool. But yeah, it, it seems like just people playing an MMO together. I'm sure there's going to be your usual drama that comes in, but it's not like a life or death thing, just kind of a slice of life drama built in an MMO environment. Got it. Alright, next up we have... Dorohidoro. I probably fucked that up, but Dorohidoro. Alright. Oh, that's right. Alright, sweet. Okay, because I've been... English is not my best subject, so I'm just hopefully people don't get mad at me about that. But this show is about it's like a class system of two people. There's like magic users and non-magic users, and the magic users essentially rule the world, and they like do experiments and stuff on like the lower class and the main character is a lizard man who is like searching for answers from these like higher class magic users. And it kind of looks from like 
I guess it depends on like what cover art you're looking at because the one I'm using for stream it looks happy and kind of like post-apocalyptic but it is a horror comedy so there's a lot of like wholesome content along with gruesome carnage so it is a very strange mix between the two um kind of like last season i know you didn't watch it but there's a show called no guns life where it's kind of yeah. like not post-apocalyptic but really like run down like class system of like people who have like add-ons to their body or not this this kind of has like the same thing except add-ons it's magic i know the people who have read the manga absolutely love the manga like they'll defend it to death so they're really hoping for a really good anime adaptation for it and i'm really looking forward to it just based off of the hype of the manga readers that i know who have read it so i like comedy i like action this is definitely going to be grown up like action not dragon ball z but more like drake or uh, devil man crybaby so it's we're gonna get like a whole mix of like emotions and range of genres so i'm really looking forward to dohedro i think this could be like one of those sleeper hits i don't think it's going to be like a devil man crybaby in terms of like how big it's going to be but i think there's gonna be one of those shows that like people are going to be talking about like one of those like sleeper hits of 2020 I was here. The things that you're talking about, the uh, fans defending it and wanting a really good anime adaptation. That, if that, if I get into it, it's going to be because of that. Word of mouth goes really far for me, and though the genres don't really speak to me so much, like I'm not really into the the dark, like post-apocalypse style settings in my shows. Hearing that people like love this sh series to death, like I have been surprised and enjoyed shows outside my wheelhouse so that yep. would be what gets me into it is the praise that it's getting and mappa is doing the animations and mappa has been on point for the last couple years so i'm just going to assume i've seen the pv and the pv looks nice uh i'm just going to assume that this show is going to be pretty well polished not going to be choppy i think they're gonna put some good work into it and i just hope the adaptation lives up to its name all right, the next series we got is from Silverlink. The people behind Baka Detest, Strike the Blood, uh, Kokoro Connect, and uh, Chivalry of a Failed Knight. Some of the shows I really enjoyed. Um, I hate being in pain, so I think I'll make a full defense build. This series is about a girl who dives into a VR MMO called New World Online as the character Maple. Lacking knowledge of the game, she allocates all her skill points in defense because she doesn't want to feel the pain that comes with being in a full dive MMO. And the best way to not feel pain is just to max out your defense. So she becomes a walking mobile fortress. Um, I, it seems like it's going to be a funny comedy. Again, it's set in a genre that I absolutely love. I love MMO uh, series. I love MMO games. So it's set up to be, for me, to be a perfect like a perfect fit. I'm not expecting it to be a masterpiece or anything, but it looks like a fun, uh, cute girls doing cute things in an MMO. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard about it until today. I it, it, the cover art kind of like iffy, but I just watched. Um, the girl like Isekai did I say to make my abilities average Yep. and I like that a little bit more than I thought I would so I'm kind of leaning more towards I will watch this show 
Um, See, this one strikes me like it's going to be a better series than that one. Like, that okay. one's all right to me, but I, I don't know. I think this idea is just a little bit more grounded. Yeah, she's not going to be so overpowered, but she's going to be overpowered in one very, very specific way, which doesn't make her, like, some kind of god. Sure. Yeah, it, it definitely has, like, the properties of a show that I would enjoy. So, I'll give it a shot. I did, like I said below, I haven't heard of it until today, so I don't know like how much press it's going to get and how popular this show is going to be. So See, I, hope- I heard about this from a friend of mine, Matt, who's a real big... He's a big gamer and big anime fan at UMD. He was actually a member... He was president of the anime club for my first year I was up there. And then I think he was like co-president the year after that. But, uh, he was talking about how this is like one of the ones he was really looking forward to that's gotten a lot of buzz so hopefully it's good i take his recommendations well because he normally doesn't lead me astray so hopefully it'll be a good one all right if not matt your recommendations are cut off from the rest of the show (laughs) next one i cannot wait for this show I'm not even trying to pronounce the japanese name but the science or the english name is science fell in love so i tried to prove it uh, it's about two scientists who want to find out if love can be solved by scientific theory. Uh, they, the two scientists have feelings for each other and want to be able to solve their feelings through theoretical facts. Now, I love adult-based animes, or romance animes. I've yep. s- the last real one we had really was like Motokoi, Love is Hard for an Otaku, and I love that show. Yep. So I'm really hoping this is like Motokoi good. Uh, just anything that gets me out of high school romance. I cannot wait for it. And I cannot wait for the show. I love the premise. I like I the cover art looks really good. Like the two characters, you can kind of get an idea. I can kind of get an idea of what the two characters are going to be like. And I like that a lot. I just I just one of those shows where as soon as I like read it, I saw that it was not about teenagers. I was immediately on board. So definitely looking forward to this. I don't know where it's streaming. I'm assuming it's gonna be like Crunchyroll, because it's I think it's kind of popular. It's a web novel, though. Not like, so I don't know how much content there is. I don't know if this is going to be a short. I don't know anything about that. So I hope it's well. Not that I have anything against shorts, but I hope it's not because uh, I, romance shows I want to be drawn out. Like, yeah, I, I hope it gets a full ep- full like twelve episodes at the very least. But I'm absolutely. This is right up there with Isekai Quartet. I think it's my number one most wanted show of the season. Isekai Quartet slightly behind it, but yeah, if it, I'm... If it wasn't for Haiku, this would be my number one. Yeah, this is for sure the show that I'm following the second it pops out, because it looks right up my wheelhouse. Yes, please make more romance anime around adults. Funny story, just real quick snippet. They're coming out with... It's in 2020, I forgot what it's called... But it's a romance anime around grandparents, and I cannot wait for that anime. Oh, what? I haven't even heard of this. Yes. Now I now I'm really interested in hearing. I have more never about heard that. of that concept. I love what they're doing with it. I can't wait. I, it's, I, if I'll maybe I'll post it on Twitter if I find the link or something like that. But grandparents anime looks fantastic. All right. So yeah, that's one that I'm extremely looking forward to. And then the final one, for me, is going to be Sorceress Stabber Orphan. This looks like another uh, 
was Assassin's Pride, but with a completely different art style. The premise behind it, a sorcerer who was once the top student of the famous Tower of Fang now spends his time chasing after hopeless clients as a money lender, at least until his client comes up with a plan to make money. Marriage fraud. Unwilling, unwillingly behind, being dragged into the plan, Orphan encounters a monster who has long been his goal since the day he left the to Tower of Fang. Between those who seek to kill the monster and Orphan, giving everything to protect the monster, his lousy but peaceful days end trying to turn back his sister, Azalea, back to her true form leads to many more mysteries and the key to the secret to the world. So, that sounds like extremely convoluted nonsense. What I got from it was a mix between Assassin's Pride and Demon Slayer. It's a main character who has who's some kind of badass moneylender hitman who's trying to turn his sister back from being a demon. That's what I got from it, and I love Demon Slayer. I really enjoyed Assassin's Pride, which we'll talk about more next episode, but uh, I'm willing to give this one a shot because it seems like it's uh, crossing two shows I enjoyed. I have two problems with this show. One, I believe this is a remake from a previous... I mean, the manga is from like the 80s, I believe. And they've always had, already had two different adaptations of the anime. I think like in the 80s and 90s that don't have that great of ratings. And second of all, it's made by Studio Dean, who has been sucking ass lately. I don't know if you've seen the clips of the new um, Seven Deadly Sins season three, but they are doing a terrible job at like fights and those style of animations. So well. If it's something that I can trash, then it'll give me something to bad mouth next season. Okay. <laughs> so this this is one of those shows where I looked it up for like a quick second. And I'm like, nope. I hate every. Uh, I just say I hate everything about it. But like, just based off like it's like, like it's like ratings from the pop the public and Studio Dean. I was just like, I don't think I'm gonna do this one. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. I'm I'm try not to let who's making it influence me too much, but I I wouldn't say it doesn't happen from time to time. Studio Dean doesn't have the greatest track record, though they have done no. some some good things. I'm I mean, honestly surprised they're still in business. I mean, they've done Konosuba. They did Lock Horizon second season. No. Well, so. they also did Seven Deadly Sin. Did they do the original <laughs> Fate Stay Night, which was just yeah, atrocious? Yeah, Studio Dean was the other. Ugh. I, yeah. I wouldn't go with atrocious. All right, they got it's some hits. Fun. They got some misses. They did Higurashi. That was that Okay, Higurashi is really good. I like okay. Higurashi. That's like an eight and a half, nine on my scale. Damn. But, okay. Alright, last but not least, we have the disastrous life of Psyche K restart arc, which I am absolutely shocked that this show is getting uh, additional season because the show ended, and then I think Netflix bought the rights to this show yep. because this is this is an ONA, so this is original content, not from the manga or anything like that. I love Psyche K. It is one of the best, if not the best, like comedy series. I also have not seen Jintama, so I can't say anything. But I put this like up there with Konosuba about how funny this show is. Uh, like strictly comedy, this show is like I pissed my pants laughing season one. Season one, I have a ten on ten on. That's how good I like the show. So very intrigued by this show. 
uh trending now on tiktok arby's is doing a promotional campaign with this show which was really weird to see yeah uh, and they're also like posting like memes about like the Arby's Twitter pages, posting like memes about this show. So I'm like really confused why Psychic Arby's... Arby's and Netflix have this like partnership. I don't know. Isn't Arby's the one the Twitter account though that goes through and they are constantly posting anime stuff? Yes, like but they're they don't cutting post up their like, box boxes. They don't post and making, like, TikTok DVD videos art. of. S- animes okay they, that's fair i don't use tiktok i don't know anything going on okay TikTok it's like the most cringeworthy like video like it's super dumb but the fact that arby's is promoting psyche k is just super weird to me but anyway if you like comedy you should watch psyche k it's brilliant it's on netflix and like crunchyroll it has a sub and a dub uh it's like three seasons how is the dub do you know it's. I watched it. I watched like the first five episodes. I'd say it's fine. I think the sub is amazing. I would definitely recommend watching it in sub. I give dubs a chance. Just the sub is way better in this particular one. So, if you like comedy anime, if you like high, like hijinks and random ass like storylines, this is like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Well, that's that's a that's a wrap up our uh, preview, and as always, to end the segment with me and Adam, we're gonna play anime twenty questions. Woot. So this time, what? I said woot. Oh, I'm ready? Like, what? I thought you were like, surprised <laughs> that we were doing this. I'm like, uh. So this time, I'm going to be guessing, and Adam is going to be picking the anime. So Adam, whenever you are ready, all right, you can play. Just type it in here real quick, and then just give me. I'm going to mute my mic just so you don't hear how long it is. Okay, <laughs> so it's a light novel. So if people aren't aware, we do this every time. Uh, I think our records are pretty even. We had one controversial episode when Overlord was... <laughs> when Overlord was <laughs> the... Answer? The answer, so I don't remember which episode was that, but... It's it was, I think, like our play. third game or something. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good time. <laughs> it was it was fun. It was definitely one of the more entertaining episodes or uh, twenty questions we had done. Absolutely. All right, but I got it up. I got it ready. Whenever you want to go. Okay, so I'm just gonna take a hint. Uh, is this adaptation based off of a light novel? I'd like to know that myself. Let me go find out if it is. Mm. Clickety clack. <laughs> As you can tell, we are prepared and ready for this podcast. I believe it is. It is. Yes, it is based novel. on a light novel. You All right. right there. And as always, the favorite second question is it an isekai? No, it is not an isekai. Not an isekai. Okay. Um. Did this anime come out after 2010? Yes. Is it a shonen? Uh, it's not listed as a shonen, but it's not listed as a shonen. It's, okay. It would definitely not, fall into that demographic, but it's not technically listed there. Not technically listed. Okay. Is it like a? Is it like action based? No. Okay, okay. Is it a is it a romance anime? Yes. It's a 
romance light novel. How many romance light novels do we have? Um, unless you're trying to like trick me. Um, oh no, it already has an anime because it, it came out after 2010. Okay, romance anime novel. Um, well, uh, does what? it have a sequel? It does not. Was that six or seven? We are on seven. Okay. Uh, does it take place in a high school? Yes. Let's see. Um, it's not not listed as a shonen, but it could f fall into that category. That's not action. As a visual novel? Okay. Um, not a visual novel, sorry. Light novel. Uh, let's see. Is the main character a boy? Or, sorry, the main protagonist. Yes. Um, is it a harem? Mm. I'm going to say no with a caveat that there are many female characters, but it's one primarily romantic interest. Okay. The other characters are not romantically interested in the main character. Okay, you said this wasn't uh, East Sky, but is it like, is it fantasy setting? Mm, no. No. Okay, so it takes place in a high school in like real life off of a light novel. Uh, is there like any magic involved? To an extent, yes. Okay. But I'm gonna say yes, but I'm really. It could be argued either way. Okay. So that's 10. Um. Does it have more than two? Does it have more than one like core? No. Okay, so it's a twelve-episode show, light novel, romance that takes place in a school. It's not fancy or isekai related. Man, um, is it a movie? No. So that's twelve. Like, there's one thing that'll pretty much give this one away once you figure it out. Is it an etchy? Yes. Ooh! And, okay, etchy, light novel, romance, takes place in school, it's not action, is it a comedy? Yes. Etchy comedy romance takes place in school based off of a light novel. So that's 13. Okay, so it doesn't have a fantasy setting. Did I, did I, did I say something about like magic? I already forgot. You asked about magic and 
there is magic, but only kind of. Okay, um, do, like, people, like, swap bodies? No. Damn it, fuck, I had two guesses yeah. of that. I, I see where you were going with it, but no. Okay. Um. Etchy. Not fantasy. Light novel. Etchy. I'm. Um. It doesn't take place in a fantasy world? Man. What? I'm trying to think of. It's there's one key thing that'll kind of yeah. Man, I'm just stuck you're on, on the, the right. You're on the right track, but there's a certain little twist that you need to think of. Okay. <sighs> Comedy, romance takes place in school, light novel, and it's just like normal. Um. I'm just gonna, because I have one in my mind, and I just want to get out of the way. Is it prison school? No. Okay, so that's 16. Maybe you're not on as right of a track as I thought you were. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, I mean, there's not really, you said there's like kind of magic elements to it. I mean, there is something that you would say, yes, that is absolutely magic, but you could also take a technical answer and be like, it's not technically magic. I'm just hung up. I'm just trying to think of like edgy romance comedies that take place in school, and that's it's not a harem. Not a harem per se. Per se. So there. But there's a main character who is surrounded by females, with one girl who is very obviously interested in him, and he's very obviously interested in her. And the other girls are just kind of supporting cast. The only ones I can think that are like that have fantasy elements in them. I mean, like, there's just... elements, but... Ah. Okay, well... How about Once this? you I'm figure out one thing, it completely makes sense, so... Is there, like, a tournament arc in this show? Yes. There okay, technically is a um, tournament arc in this show. Um, I'm just gonna guess... Is it the Asterisk Wars? No. <laughs> okay, is it Chivalry of a Failed Knight? No. Where are we okay, at? Like, I'm... 16, that's 17? That's 19. Oh. Oh, wow. Um, I guess... Okay, so I got one more guess. Uh, give me a second here, because this is my final guess. Oh, yeah, take your time. It's It could be classified as magic. There's a tournament arc, but there's it's not action. Why did I guess... There is, there's action in it, but, like, 90% of the show is not. There oh, okay. is one thing at the... There's little small bits of action sprinkled in, but the majority of it is just romance comedy with a a C plot of action, if you will. A C plot of it's action. It's not even the B plot. Okay, so it sounds like this is a show that I should know the answer I know to. you've seen this show. At least or have at least heard of this show. I'm pretty sure you have seen this show. Etchy romance. 
takes place in a school. There's like 10% action. 90% comedy, romance, high school crap. Not crap, but stuff. There is a specific theme that you're completely missing out on. Well, I only have one guess, yeah. so I have to guess. Because I'm leaning more, I'm leaning towards a few things. Because, like, the action could be considered something different. Or the magic. Uh, not, like, not like fighting. Um, <sighs> edgy. That definitely has magic in it. I'll say this, it's... I mean, there's... They definitely say what the what's happening is magic, but it's not really magic. I'll just... I'll say this, I love this show, and I have the show on my shelf, and I have a mouse pad of the show. Okay, because, like, <laughs> I was thinking, like... Well, we already did that show, I think. The... The one where, like, he has to, like, get a girlfriend and then they, like, revert back. Yeah, it's it's not, um... But we already did that one. Yeah, it's not that one. But yes. Okay, I'm, I'm leaning towards, like... Like, food... No, Food Wars is a manga. Um... Uh... I, I'm just going to guess... Um... Hold on. If you want to ask a question to try to narrow down what that topic is, I'll let you answer, give your answer after that. If you want to try to figure out what the key thing you're missing is. I, the, the thing is, I, I'm blanking on what this key thing is, so I'm not entirely sure. So I'm just going to guess, doesn't take place in a fantasy, could be considered magic. Like 10% action. I've heard of this show. It has a tournament arc. What shows have tournament arcs and are edgies? That's oh a, man. <laughs> tournament arc edgy. Okay, that's the two things that I need to put together. Tournament arc and edgy. Um The tournament arc is so much different than you're gonna think it is. Oh great. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to guess. No, I don't know if that takes place in high school though, or school. Well, this one most certainly takes place in a high school. Because I haven't seen the show. Okay. And it's what I have in mind. It probably takes place. Um, I'm just gonna take a guess. Is it Kaijo? No. Damn it. It was. What's the answer? And you thought there is never a girl online. I fucking hate that show. <laughs> I know I know you've seen it. <laughs> oh my god. Why did what there's a tournament arc in that show? Yeah, the last like four episodes is a PvP battle tournament where their guild has to hold off an invading guild from a castle for like forty-eight hours. You're right. You're right. Okay, um just for reference. That is my second or third lowest race anime I've completed ever. I love that show. <laughs> I think that show is... I It's like, of my completed anime, it's that and Arrow Manga Sensei. Oh, I like, love Arrow Manga Sensei, too. Well, you're, just... you're, you're trash. 
You're trash. Aero Maga Sensei, man. I love that series. Me and Giga, you always give me the hard bros. ones. I, okay, I didn't think well. that was that hard. I I, I really didn't. <laughs> okay, in your defense, I have seen that show. And if, if you, I had... You, the, if you could have figured out that it's based around video games, I think it would have helped you out a lot. Yeah, okay, because like normally when I think of like if I'm missing the key thing, it's like it's a sport or something, and so I just want like, okay, well if it's a sport, it's an etchy, it has a tournament arc, I'm like, maybe Kaijo has a tournament arc, I don't know, I've never I'm seen sure the show. I'm sure it does, I haven't seen Kaijo. Okay, that's, okay, you know what, I'm not mad, because I've seen the show, I just didn't think of it, because that show is trash, <laughs> and... I love Akko, she's fucking adorable. <laughs> she's such a, she's a terrible character. Oh, I love her. She is a terrible character. She can dote over me any day. Yeah, I bet you'd like that. Okay, I would. well, <laughs> well, that wraps up anime toy questions, and that wraps up the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. If you like what you're hearing, please consider leaving a comment, liking, or subscribing based off whatever platform you're using, as it helps con- the continued growth of our channel. If you're on Twitter, please follow us at What Do You Say Annie. That's What Do You Say A and I on Twitter. In the comment sections, voting for anime of the year is up and running. And you will have until January 18th to cast your votes. I also made a promo video of it that's like 8 minutes long and you should check it out because it took me like 10 hours to make. And I'm really proud of it. So that's exclusive to YouTube only. So if you're listening on a different platform, check out our YouTube page. It's just What Do You Say Anime. Thank you once again and we will see you next time. Have a good one.